Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service. That is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga. A lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Motivation Monday, and the topic is about non grasping. How do we Not have attachments or non possessiveness in our life. This is a yogic philosophy tenet. It is the fifth of the yamas, which are the first branch of yogic philosophy presented by Patanjali. Aparagraha literally is non grasping. And this sounds like a great concept, but it's also especially difficult to implement in our lives in all the, all the facets of our life, whether it's work. Pleasure, home life, our personal growth. How do we evolve but not grasp, hold on to things, not be attached to the outcome? And so, this practice we talk a lot about in my yoga teacher trainings, but I thought it would be so relevant to talk about at this time, this time of uncertainty during the pandemic, but it could be any time in your life where you feel stuck or frustrated or really. Immobilized and inert because you don't feel like you're going forward, or you might be comparing yourself to where somebody else is. I see that a lot. And I always try to bring it back to some of these philosophical tenets, like how we can, in our best attempt, bring more of this non grasping. How do we do that? How do we not be attached to an outcome? That seems unlikely. But the, the process is actually beautiful. It's, it's kind of like raising children. At a certain point, you know, we, we, it's like growing a garden or something. You're putting in all the necessary ingredients. You know, when they're younger, you're giving them a lot of attention, a lot of security and stability. And each child comes out a certain way. 
you don't have to have children to think about it. Like you are a certain way. You are wired a certain way. And you might be very, very results oriented. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's wonderful to have a checklist, have goals. But just like in raising children, at a certain point, you have to be okay with the way things turn out. When you put your effort in, when you give all the ingredients, and when you take the steps and are patient, then there's a point where you also have to release and let go and say, you know, I'm not going to hold on to this idea, this idea of like how I want my kids to be, this idea of what I think my work life should be, or my partner should be, or my friends or my family. It's up to us at the end of the day to have enough internal reserve and strength and fortitude to be okay with the results. And also in this process of non-grasping, it's important to not be in a hurry. I see this a lot in yoga practice when I'm teaching people and they've been practicing for a while and then they start reporting that they're not so encouraged anymore. They're feeling like, oh, it's taking me forever to fix this, quote unquote, or be able to get more flexible or stronger. And I always want to remind people like things that are worth something take time. Things, um, accomplishments, goals, these are beautiful things to have. That's what drives us and motivates us and gets us up in the morning. But everything does take time. And especially those things that are really worthwhile. And it actually inhibits us or prevents us from growing if we're really attached to this idea of how something should be. So a lot of times it's the non-grasping is is this an illusion. We're holding on to something that we think we should be, or we think we should be doing, or we or in a yoga pose, we think it should look like this, or you know, I've been practicing five years. Why don't I have a handstand? I mean, really, if I had a dollar for every person that asked that, you know, I'd be on a vacation right now if it wasn't a pandemic. I mean, it's really fascinating to watch the human mind, mind too. You know, all of us struggle with this, just need to get something done and to be something that we think we we are supposed to be. And that some of that is conditioning. Some of that is um, our early childhood development, like things that happen a certain way might've made us more graspy. You know, when you don't have as much security in your earlier years, you probably really need to control stuff. Some people turn out that way. Like, and so that's, that's the question. So I would ask you in this, in three different ways, where do you feel like you're really grasping and holding on where you're kind of conditional and, and where in those three aspects, like home life, And that could be like you live by yourself, but even in your home, like how, what are you grasping to? Are you grasping to an idea that you should be, you know, way beyond where you are? Gosh, I'm still renting an apartment and I really should own a home now. Well, that in a way is a grasping of an, of an, of a notion that that you've placed upon yourself. And again, there's nothing wrong with having the goal that you want to own a home or you want to own an apartment or you, you want to be a little bit beyond where you, you are right now. Catch yourself when you feel like it's a grasp or it's holding on where you're attached to this idea of what you should be doing in your home life. And then apply that to people in your home. Like, 
the relationships you have in your home. So that's another area. What are the relationships like within your home, within your familial circle? And then how about the relationships outside your familial circle? Not just literally outside, but you know, the ones that are at work or your friends. Sometimes we have expectations of our friends that we don't ever really convey. And then when they let us down, we feel like really distraught by that. And it's somehow their fault. But maybe it's our grasping of what this idea of what we wanted them to be and setting them up perhaps for failure. And I think we do this in partnerships as well and in, in our love life. And then in, in your work life, how are you holding on or attached to some idea? So many people, you know, like, yeah, if you've invested time and money in becoming a certain a title or, or working in a certain career, and that's all you know, but it's not making you happy, how difficult is it for you to think about embarking on a different career path. Not being obviously reckless about it, but can you, sometimes people like, oh gosh, you know, I always thought I, w- I was going to be this and I'm, I'm, I'm that now and I don't know anything else, but it's not making me happy. And so that is an attachment to how we perceive ourselves. And I think at the, you know, at the end of our journey here on earth, the goal is not to be free of the like don't we don't have any possessions or any kind of possessiveness but that we aren't restricted and con- confined by those things that we can say you know okay this i want this for myself i'm not there yet but how could i get there start looking at the proactive approach and apply that really important ingredient of patience and perseverance that's how we build resiliency as well, is by not grasping, not holding on to fixed ideas about ourselves, about other people, about the world, about what we deserve and we're not getting, but instead release that, that, that the chains <laughs> that we, whether it's accidental or not, whether it's intentional or not conscious, we can place on ourselves and on others. And in the yoga philosophy, but in other philosophies as well, this is there, the, a lot of the suffering that we might avoid could occur if we really pay attention to the ways that we're grasping. If you're really into being in control, what does that feel like to, you know, again, raising a child? Like if you're really in control and all of a sudden your child is doing things that, you know, that it, it's very different than you. You know, say you were a big athlete and your kid is just not into that. How hard is it to release that idea? Are you living your your own hopes and dreams that weren't quite fulfilled through your child? And this could be in sports, this could be in business, this could be in anything. So there's all these different avenues that we can explore. So I'd say think of three ways that you might be in three different kind of elements of your life. You might be grasping a little bit. And and that can lead to like, again, this feeling of always being dissatisfied. And then then also inert. I know so many people right now are have so many worries. And these are real concerns about the world. But what part can you play in in feeling like I'm going to give this up a little bit, this need for control and to know what's going on. And I'm just going to do my best 
to contribute to my own well-being and to contribute to the global connective well-being around me. So my friends, I hope that this little talk, this Monday motivation inspires you in some way. Bring up this conversation with a friend. You know, even if it's like, hey, asking like what, where they feel like they're grasping or holding on to, whether it's about ideas about what they should be doing, you know, or in the relationship that you have or anything. It, it really is a great um, conversation to have because in those conversations, especially with friends and loved ones, we can explore things about ourselves because in the dynamic of a relationship is really where we, some of this stuff is revealed. If you're like struggling, like, I don't know if I really grasp anything. You can ask somebody like, where do you see me holding on to an idea or feeling really possessive about, um, and it possessive again, is not about possessions. It's about um, not loosening the reins of, on, on the identity of, of, of who we are. So there we go. That's a big, heady topic. Maybe sit down, have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or some water with someone or even journal about it. Write down some of the thoughts. You know, we have deep, deep caverns within our soul and psyche and that carry our history. And sometimes we don't know how we're acting because of that history. And it's when we give ourselves the space and time to openly investigate without judgment, but just really see like, why, why do I feel like I really need to be in control of this? Why do I feel like I need to make this amount of money? Why do I feel like I have to have this identity? Why do I feel like I always have to know where my partner is? What, what's that coming from? And, and journal about it, write about it, talk about it. Cause then that frees some of it. If you hold on to it, you aren't freed by it. So some of that non-possessive and non-grasping is learning how to let go of it as well. Happy Monday. I'm sending you lots of hugs and pulling for you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.